Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Because if you want to make your way back to your parents now, it'd be great. Children truly are um, a blessing from God, aren't they? And they did a a great, great job this morning. I'm just going to share for the next 15 minutes. It won't be be too long uh, because I don't want to take the spotlight because the kids have already done such a great job this morning, haven't they? Um, But we're going to talk about this morning about uh, something entitled The Journey. Everyone say The Journey. Turn to your neighbor and say, where are you going? And turn to your other neighbor and say, I know where I'm going. Where are you going? We all go on different journeys, don't we? Both physical and spiritual or personal journeys. And maybe there are some journeys that you remember more than other journeys. Maybe the journey to church for you this morning was a little bit difficult. Maybe you were rushing out of the door. Maybe you were that one person in your family who was ready on time. <laughs> um, maybe, uh, you know, there are some journeys in life that, that you remember more than others. There's, there's one particular journey that I remember more uh, in my life. And there was this one occasion a few years ago, I uh, went to uh, America with a couple of friends. And you know what it's like when you're booking flights, you're always looking for, you know, to save a few pounds, aren't you? The cheapest flight, what time we're going. We found a flight back to England that was £100 cheaper than any other flight. The only difference was uh, it wasn't a direct flight, but there was a stop at Northern Ireland. And the stop was for eight hours. Now, when we booked it, we thought, no, we'd be fine. We'd be great. We'll have a great time in the airport. I tell you what, I am never doing that again. Like, just... Next time, just take my money. Like, I don't care. I want to go straight home. Like, those journeys, there are certain journeys in your life that you remember more. You know, maybe it it took a long time or maybe there's just something particular that you remember about that journey. And today, I want us to focus together on the journey of Mary and Joseph. You know, there was a lot that they went through in uh, in that period that we've heard uh, earlier on, you know, both personal in their own lives, but also physical as well, because they went on a physical journey. And you can find about, if you want to look in your own time, you can find out about their journey in Luke chapter 1 and 2, and Matthew chapter 1. But just a quick summary of what happens. We've heard this morning already. Uh, Mary gets a visitation from an angel. The angel tells Mary that she's going to be pregnant, she's going to have a baby. Um, uh, Joseph finds out about the pregnancy, Uh, Obviously, he's uh, a bit concerned, you know, reading in between the lines, as you could understand. And he wants to divorce uh, Mary because they're already engaged, but he wants to break the engagement because obviously he thinks she's she's been unfaithful. Um, But what happens is an angel appears to Joseph in a dream, uh, tells him what's going on, and he trusts in God, and they stay together. Uh, fast forward several months, they make the journey to Bethlehem, and Jesus is born. There are a few things I think we can learn about Mary and Joseph's journey together that I think will really help us for our life. So number one, 
Mary and Joseph had a calling and a purpose. It's amazing because we've already heard about this this morning from Josh. He said earlier, you know, you're, you, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. You see, it wasn't by accident that, that Mary was pregnant with Jesus, but actually it was set apart that God chose them. God chose Mary and Joseph. They had a specific calling and a purpose. And God today has a purpose for you. He has a plan for your life. You might say, well, Nathan, I'm not the most gifted person, or you might just feel very ordinary. Don't worry. We all feel like that too. We all have those moments, and we all feel ordinary as well. And sometimes we can look throughout the Bible, and we can lift these people up. We can lift up Mary, we can lift up Joseph, or several people in the Bible. But actually, these people were very ordinary. You see, the people that God uses in the Bible, you see people been used who have murdered people, who have committed adultery, who have been the least of their family. God uses every single person. And even if we look at Mary and Joseph, uh, Lucy mentioned it earlier, when uh, Mary gave birth to Jesus, it's quite likely that she was between 12 and 16. That is very young in there. Have we got anyone here today who's between 12 and 16? Yes, there's one person, great, there's a couple of people. See, can you imagine that? Being, you know, having a, a child between that age and, you know, that was very normal for their society. See, today we have teenagers, but back then you went from a kid to an adult. Like, there were, there were no teenagers. You know, from 12 or 30, you went straight into adulthood. But Mary, she was very ordinary. She was very young. She wasn't experienced in, in any of this. And together as well, they weren't, like really well-known people. They didn't actually have a lot of money. It's probably quite likely they were very poor as well. But actually, God uses the ordinary, as we heard uh, early on, and he makes it extraordinary. You see, if you give what you have to God, God will do so much more and so much special for you. A powerful verse just to, to help you this morning. 1 Timothy 4, verse 12 don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Shout out for the, the kids here today and the young people. Don't let, let anyone look down on you because you are young. There's nothing wrong with that. Age is just a number. But we can replace that with whatever you're going through this morning. You could say, don't let anyone look down on you because you are uneducated. Don't let anyone look down on you because you feel you're not very important. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're not uh, eloquent. Don't let anyone look down on you because you don't have a lot of money. Don't let anyone look down on you because you've got a bad past. But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. See, if you set an example for other people, you've got nothing to fear. You see, God doesn't worry about your background. It doesn't matter where you've come from, but what matters is where you're going. It's all a journey. What is your journey? Where are you going? Pick the right path. Number two, everyone say number two. Mary and Joseph, on their journey, they were obedient. So if you look at Matthew chapter 1, verse 24, when 
Joseph hears from the, uh, from the angel. It says, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of law had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. And then Luke 138, as soon as Mary hears from the angel, what's her response? This is what she says. I am the Lord's servant. What a great response. May your word to, be, to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. The question for us and the thing that I've been um, pondering on this week is, what is our normal response when God asks us to do something? Sometimes we begin kicking and screaming. We say, no, God, no, I know better. I know you've asked me to do this, but I, I know better for my own life. I know more than you. You don't know what you're talking about. But actually, when God and the angel presented to Mary and Joseph, their, their first response was obedience. They said, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. They probably, I'm sure they didn't understand everything that was going to happen in that moment, but they put their trust in him and they were obedient to him. And if we can be honest this morning, obedience doesn't come natural to us, does it? I think we all have a natural sense of rebellion in us. You know, if someone said, said to you today, look, you can go through any door, but don't go through that door. You'll want to go through that door, won't you? You'll just be thinking about that door more than anything else. It's like, I want to go through that door. And, you know, the same with Adam and Eve at the beginning. You know, we, we think about them, you know, how they ate the apple from the tree and made the mistake like, I would never do that. But I think a lot of us probably would, you know, because we are naturally, we have a, a sense of us that we are rebellious. And today we live in a world where our self is God and we do what feels good to us and what serves us best. But how do we become more obedient? By becoming a servant like Mary declared. And what did Jesus say? The Son of God himself, who is perfect, made no mistake he said, I have come to serve and not be served. You see, if we have an attitude of service, then we'll realize that this life isn't ours anyway. And it's been given us to us by God and we are just stewards. But you might say to me, Nathan, well, if an angel comes to my room and tells me to do something, then I'll obey. It's probably not going to happen, is it? You know, it, it does happen to some people but not to many people. But there are ways that we can be obedient. You see, the God, uh, God speaks to us primarily through the Bible. That's how we learn about him. That's how we find out about him. That's how we find out what God wants us to do. And the Bible also speaks about uh, following uh, those in authority, respecting our leaders and praying for them as well. And then finally, number three, everyone say number three. They accepted the cost. They accepted the cost. See, Mary and Joseph's journey is obviously a lot about becoming pregnant. And I think sometimes we can look at the nativity story and maybe forget what it was like for them uh, in, in those moments. Because it's, it's very different compared to uh, today. And, you know, we know that today uh, having a baby and that journey for, for most people is such a, a joyful journey. I know it can be a bit of a, a bumpy ride for some, no, no pun intended, bumpy, bumpy. Uh, you'll get that later, don't worry. Um, but, you know, the journey is, is very, very different. If you think about it, today there's the joyful finding out, you know, taking the pregnancy test and 
being really joyful together. There's the, the joyful moment of telling your family and friends and being really excited and just sharing the, the great news. There's going for scans and finding out about the baby, maybe finding out what gender the baby's going to be. There's having a, a baby shower, if you have one, and you know, having all that attention and the great gifts and going to antenatal appointments and going to see your midwife and, you know, maybe for some people, like even looking up like things on YouTube and watching classes on YouTube about having a baby. Yes, me and Joanna did that as well. You know, all these types of things. And then when you get to the day, you know, obviously it's, um, you know, so I've heard a, a really painful experience. But, um, you know, there's a lot of joy in it. You know, you're, you, we've got a great hospital to be in. You've got the famous tea and toast. You know, when you finish, you get food served to you. You've got midwives. You've got people serving around you and then being able to share those moments with uh, your friends and family. But when we think to Mary and Joseph, it's so, so different. For a start, they didn't choose to become pregnant. You know, it was just sprung upon them. You know, God had chosen them for this purpose. You know, there was no joyful telling of their friends and family because actually it's quite likely that they might have been excommunicated by quite a few people because they would have seen, in the society at that time, they would have seen to have probably, you know, um, had relations outside of wedlock, which was frowned upon. So there's no kind of joyful time with their friends and people around them. There's possibly several moments of being a bit lonely and just wondering what's going to happen. Then to top all of that off, right at the end, they've got to travel um, on a donkey to Bethlehem. Now, I don't know if you know, but this is probably about 80 miles. Now, any you know people here, uh, ladies who have been pregnant, can you imagine traveling 80 miles in a car you know, when you're heavily pregnant, you wouldn't want to do that, would you? Imagine doing that on a donkey. I can imagine that being quite a, you know, a stressful experience. And even when they arrive there, they don't have a, a warm hospital bed to go into. But they scramble around. They find a place to stay with animals. And actually, Mary and Joseph had a great cost to pay in their journey. You see, we can think of the nativity story as cozy and nice, but actually there were a lot of things that they had to pay. But why did they do this? Because they knew God had a plan in their life. See, they were willing to pay the price, to pay the cost, to keep on going, because they knew that God was doing something special in them. And I really encourage you this morning you might have had a, a difficult journey. You might be in a diff uh, difficult place. Keep on going because God has got a purpose and a plan for your life. Let's be willing to, to pay the price, to pay the cost. See, some people will give their life to building a business. They'll give their life to creating a family. They may give their life to making as much money as possible or enjoying themselves as, uh, as much as possible. But come on, can we be people who give their life to following Jesus. Knowing, knowing that God has got a perfect plan and a will for our lives. See, if there's anything worth giving your life up for, 
It's for following Jesus. And Martin Luther, top theologian from history, not Martin Luther King, said this, a religion or a faith that gives nothing, costs nothing, and suffers nothing is worth nothing. You see, anything in your life that you don't give anything for, it's not worth anything. You know, the things that you value the most, you're willing to pay the price. And I encourage you this morning, following Jesus is worth it. Amen? And, you know, we are all on a journey this morning in our lives. And the question for us all this morning is, where are we going? I have to admit, there have been some times in my life I've asked to ask this question to myself, Nathan, where are you going? And I encourage you this morning, where you are going is more important than where you have been. 2023 might have been a really roller coaster year for you, but let me encourage you, keep on pushing forward. God's got great things for us this next year, over this Christmas time and going into 2024. I really, really do believe it. But let's be committed to the journey together just like Mary and Joseph were, let's know that we have a calling and a purpose. Let's be obedient to God in that. And let's be willing to pay the cost. Amen? Come on, let's, let's pray together. Now, there might be some people here this morning who maybe have not even started the journey yet. I encourage you that the greatest decision you could make this morning is a decision to start the journey of following Jesus. If there's anyone here in this moment, I would encourage you to just take that first step. You don't need to worry about the rest of the journey, but take that first step in trusting Jesus, in following him this morning. If that's you in this place, I'd love to pray for you and pray that God would help you on your journey of following him. If that's you in this place, I'd love to pray for you. Would you just raise your hand whilst no one else is looking and we'll pray. Just you make this commitment to following Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Lord Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you came as a baby so humbly at Christmas and that you died for our sins, for all the things that we've done wrong so that we could have a relationship with you. Lord God, I pray for those people who are committing to the journey this morning, God, that they would know you as their Lord and Savior, God, that you'd guide them on their journey in following you. God, I pray you'd help all of us just to follow you in this journey, to be committed to walking after you, to following after you with everything that we have, for everything that we are. We thank you for the price that you paid and for coming as a baby at Christmas time. In the name of Jesus, amen.